on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Coming to you on a Monday, November 21st, a little special short edition before the Thanksgiving holiday. Hope everybody is enjoying their weekend. The World Cup is going on, so that's exciting. We're glad uh, glad you're hopefully enjoying that. I don't know. U.S. fans, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. Uh, some, a little break from Galaxy stuff before we hit the, the Thanksgiving, but we, we wanted to. Wanted to reach out and have uh, one of our good friends back on the show. Uh, he recently announced his retirement after 14 years uh, in Major League Soccer. Uh, countless, uh, I think, eight years with the L.A. Galaxy when you count them. MLS Cups, Supporter Shields, all that fun stuff. Is certainly there. He's here to join us. He is an LA Galaxy legend, Mr. AJ Delagarza. AJ, how you doing, buddy? Not too bad. How you guys doing? Thanks for having me on again. I, I was gonna. I was thinking back. I'm like, okay, so the last time we had AJ on though was was 2017. The last time we had you on this show, it was not. It was not a good day for for everybody, maybe yourself included. But you had found out that you got traded to Houston, and as I was writing some some questions and stuff like that, that was sort of the first thing that hit me. Is the last time you and I talked on the show, which had been countless times because you were one of our regular guests throughout your tenure tenure with the LA Galaxy. The last time was wasn't a happy feeling, and now now we get to be on a happy feeling. Is it is it better this way now? <laughs> yeah, much better now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just I'm a little yeah. I'm a little bit older too, so um, yeah, good times. Happy to be back, though. That that's awesome. I, when when you go back and and when you look at just 2017, and obviously we'll touch on a whole bunch of different things, but 2017 and that time, do, do, is is that something you have to sort of let go? I, I know that was a punch in the gut to you, and I, I know it was a punch in the gut to Galaxy fans because um, I think you get talked about on this show at least once a week. It feels like, um, and yes. and the curse of AJ Delagarza. Do you think you coming back is going to alleviate this curse? Yeah, that's why I did it, to be honest. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I think um, w- when I got traded, it was a, definitely a punch in the gut. Uh, and then five days later, you know, I was out of there. So I, I felt like I never got to got to thank the fans properly, uh, not, never got to, to have official goodbye. And I, I feel like now this kind of full circle moment and this week celebrating uh, with you guys, um, or, you know, I, I think I obviously have my, my better days. Um, you know, I, I felt like this was the, the perfect, uh, kind of goodbye in retirement. 
Yeah, it was a uh, it was fun. You, we had a little party on Friday night, the LA Galaxy three year party up in Long Beach. It was it was the perfect amount of people for. I don't know. I, I guess I was saying you're like your personality. Like there's a lot of soccer players throughout the world. Um, there's very few that can sort of walk into his own retirement party. And like you he, he didn't get mobbed. It was just like, oh, the guy who always hangs out here is with us. You have this casualness about you uh, that, that I think every, it sort of invites people in into your family. Is it was that conscious or, or is that just who you are? Uh, I think that's just who I am, to be fair. Like. You know, obviously, all of you guys that were there that night uh, took time out of your your night to come there and celebrate me and my career. And you know, to make it more special, obviously, I, I want to go around and and thank each and every one of you for one coming out that night, but two, everything that uh, you guys have done throughout my career. Really, not just with the Galaxy, but uh, throughout my entire career. Yeah, and and he's not lying. I I was there and and I got to see AJ and and we got uh, you know a couple moments there where we could talk for a little bit. But you did go around and and I think you hugged every single person. You took as many pictures uh, with people as they wanted. To, I got my picture taken with you, uh, which is which is a funny little story because as a member of the press, I'm not allowed to ask for photos with players. But once you retired, that gave I, now now you're no longer a player, so I can go up and 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 ask. So. Um, but uh, yeah. I, it just like those weird things as as somebody who's watched your career and we started this podcast in 2009. So that was the year that you and Omar came into the L.A. Galaxy. You know, you had come over from Maryland. Uh, I have the personal connection, which I've told that nauseum on on this as well, that my wife went to school with you as well. And you two actually, uh, you know, at least at least know each other in passing. So that was one of those weird things that sort of connected everybody together. But in 2009, you started with the L.A. Galaxy and you started with this podcast. And it, it just there's so many soccer players who go around, AJ. Why? Why were you able to connect with the LA Galaxy and and, and its fans so easily? Uh, I just think that's the type of person I'm. Just I feel like I'm very personable, and you know I told the story the other day at the party where uh, a six year old was like, "Man, this is so cool! Like we know AJ, but you know he's a professional soccer player, but he's just like one of us." I just felt like that is who I wanted to be this entire time uh, with you guys and open and. Uh, Look, at the end of the day, we're all trying to promote uh, the galaxy and and all that. So, um, yeah, I, I just felt like that was the way to do that is to, to build those relationships. Why retire now? Man, there's a it was a, a, a long thought out process, to be fair. Um, I just felt like I wasn't getting enough uh, maybe respect uh, in New England. Um Obviously, I was a veteran guy and, and all that, and um, but you know, to get one game every three months at my age, you know, you're never going to be fully fit. So um, it, it was just tough to, to be in that situation. And uh, but when I look back at it, also, I'm like, man, I was that young guy that was playing when I was <laughs> in my first few years, and the guys that were behind me were World Cup veterans. So it's like, man, I, I maybe I didn't see it. I, I thought it was gonna be like when I was younger but uh it wasn't and then um you know I, you know how much of a family person I am and mm -hmm. uh, I, I saw my time in New England dwindling down and uh I also didn't want to move my family again for one more year to go play somewhere else and uh that, that's when I had to come to the decision to uh, be done with soccer and, and move on and um I think that was the biggest thing was to one being my my head telling myself that you know I, I am ready so 
some guys fight back and forth, but I was ready uh, months ago. And uh, months ago is when I brought this up to, to Chris Klein, to be honest, uh, when Galaxy played in New England. I was like, look, I'm, I'm probably retiring after this year, and I would love to come back uh, and sign a one-day contract if possible and retire as a member of the Galaxy. But, um, yeah, that, that was my, my thinking on that. Well, why wasn't it a one-game contract? Couldn't you get Chris to, to fork over one game, get back out there, put the cleats on one more time? Yeah, right. One more game, and that would have been against LAFC. <laughs> and obviously, that's my biggest. I gotta live with that forever. Is uh, you know, I was talking so much trash on Twitter to Chivas USA fans, LAFC fans uh, back in the day, um, and then unfortunately got got traded in that preseason that year they were coming. So I never got to play and uh and that that derby so something i always miss but um yeah i try to put in a one game contract and a hundred thousand dollars but they caught it so <laughs> just a little write in on the side there just just initial <laughs> yeah, this part just, right there i like that yeah just on the back <laughs> did, did, did you talk to anybody uh did you talk to any any of your former former teammates current teammates you know coaches anybody like that whenever you were thinking about retiring did they give you give you any advice yeah i think i talked to quite a few people um mostly guys that are still playing you know and and everyone has a different opinion a lot of guys were like you know what play until your legs fall off like mm -hmm. grind this out as long as possible and other guys were like man if you can go out the way you want to go out why not do that and i was like you're right like that's how i want to go out i don't want to go out and be limping out and um th to be able to, to retire as a galaxy is exactly how i could have imagined going out to be fair so uh, again, that, that made the decision a little bit easier as well. Uh, you said, uh, I, I think at the party on Friday night, you said that you would be at the Rose Bowl, though, uh, for the LA Galaxy, LAFC the, the game uh, this coming up in 2023. Is that is that correct? That is my 100% goal. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. I like that. Are, have, yeah. you, have you decided, one, what you're going to do, and, and maybe, two, where you're going to be based as well? Yeah, I have a couple of things uh, lined up, and um, to be fair, after this week, I think is when I need to really start buckling down and uh, getting everything situated with all that. But uh, you know, I, I would also love to just take some time to be with my family as well, which I haven't been able to do for years. You know, mm -hmm. preseasons uh, are. For the most part, they were long or short. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> short preseasons, but um, or short off season. Sorry, um, but yeah, if I can just hang out with my family for a little bit, and um, you know, I remember talking to my wife earlier this year, like, where would you want to move? And um, Maryland and North Carolina were kind of the the first top the top choices. And one, we're both from Maryland. Obviously, we met in high school. Our families live 20 minutes from each other. Right. Uh, it would be awesome, again, as a family person to be around uh, my family and my kids are growing up and uh, be around their grandparents uh, more often would, would be amazing. And uh, you know, my sister and my wife's uh, sisters and brothers. So, um, you know, th th that might be the, the go to. And if not, I think North Carolina is another option. Just first of all, it's cheaper than <laughs> all these other places I'm looking at. That's right. So, That's right. Yeah. Lots, lots we'll of people see. from Maryland go to North Carolina to retire, by the way. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't be the first person to pull that off. 
Yeah, but I'm retiring at 35. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. When you look back, and and obviously there's there's a bunch of moments. Do you have, and I'm sure you've been asked this ad nauseum, but do you have a favorite moment? Is there something that really sticks out to you and says, man, if I could live that day every day for the rest of my life, I would do it? Well, I just think the the biggest moment of my career was the 2014 MLS Cup, I think, uh, for myself, obviously what, uh, we went through that year and what the team went through that year and what other guys on the team went through, we were just all in, uh, on each other. So, uh, we had each other's backs that entire year. And I think when it came down to that game, that was almost like a, a replica of what our whole year looked like, mm-hmm. honestly. And, uh, to be able to come out on top and, uh, be the first of five and, uh, I remember just dropping to my knees when I heard the final whistle and, and crying and uh, a lot of emotions from that. And if, if I can do that over every single day, you know, that'd be amazing. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that whole year is is an emotional roller coaster for you, obviously, with the with the birth birth and passing of your son. That's that's this incredibly personal moment uh, for you and for your family, for Megan, for everybody. And and you brought everybody into it and, and you shared it with the world. I mean, we, we know about the Luca knows heart game and just sort of the emotions that happened um, during that game. Then there's a, the game right after it, which I think often gets overlooked. Like I think it was a six nothing win over the Colorado Rapids. I mean, sometimes things are, are bigger than sports, right? And sometimes the, the really important things have a tendency to elevate sports. And, and Christian Miles was talking about this. Uh, last Thursday when we were tra- talking about your retirement. It's just, it's it's bigger than sports, but it elevates sports at the same time. How do you, why why did you choose to share that with with the whole world and, and, and all of that? I mean, that's, that's, that's an incredibly personal thing. Why was that important to you to share with everybody? Yeah, I think um, you got to speak about things. Uh, this was, I think, before mental health, before mental, but... <laughs> Uh, mental health was a, a big issue and more people talked about it. But for me, it was like, man, I want to share this to one. You never know what other people have gone through and what other people can offer you and um, just words of encouragement or uh, I just thought that was a, an opportunity to to share, get things off my chest and uh, be open. And that was five, six years into uh, being an LA Galaxy player already at that time. And uh, already having a, a really good relationship with a bunch of fans. And um, I think also we met a whole bunch of families and uh, that had gone through what we had gone through. And if I didn't share my story, you know, it kind of it would have been a, a secret to ourselves. And, uh, you know, that's not what we wanted to do. Yeah, I, I remember that year. Uh, one of my um, I, it's not a favorite moment, but it's a profound moment. One to I, I think shows your dedication. But but two. Um, just to show how open you were with everybody, we had you scheduled for uh, to come come on the show, and you and I usually would just schedule those things between us. It wasn't a big deal, and we just let the ga- I'd let the galaxy know about it. They're like, okay, no problem. And then so it came about showtime, and usually you call right on time, like you were you were Mister Spot, and you were late. And so we had started the show and doing stuff, and I had texted the galaxy. I'm like, hey, do you know where AJ is? And they're like, yeah. They're like, let me see if I can get a hold of him. So they tried to call. So you called in. I think you were about 10, 12 minutes late. Not a big deal. And so we're talking, and and so we were asking how things were going, and you're like, actually, I'm at the hospital right now. Um, and so you would, you, do, do you remember that? 
Yeah, yeah, of course I do. I remember I stepped down to the stairwell, I think, to even talk. <laughs> I, I was, and we're sitting there, and I'm like, this is so, you know, it was one of those, this is so not important. Like, this podcast, so not important, and here you are, you know, taking time out of the hospital to do it, and I've told the, the story many times on the show, um, how that yeah. how that happened, and like, I'm like, we don't need to talk to you right now, we're good. Well, I think we asked you like two or three questions and let you go, but um, it, it always meant something. Personally, uh, it, it's always nice. I always say that I, I, it's my favorite thing is to see LA Galaxy players succeed, um, and then along the way, there's some guys who you really want to succeed no matter where they go and no matter what they do. You were always that guy. One, because you always had time for us when we were this little tiny itsy bitsy podcast that nobody had heard of. You would come on all the time um, and talk to us. But two is that, um, you know, a lot of times we can watch guys. I've covered, you know, hundreds of players over the over the years. Um, you know, there's some guys you like and some guys you don't like. And some guys you're like, well, we would never we would never be friends with that guy. But I, I don't know that there's any. Every reporter you talk to, and Larry Morgan, uh, I'm sure, would want me to say, tell this story as well, but every reporter uh, that you talk to is like, AJ Delagarza is absolutely the best of the best whenever it comes to that. So I wanted to thank you for coming on the show all these times um, and, and, and talking to us and also giving you a job. If you want to be a podcaster at any time and you want to talk about the LA Galaxy, we'll get you a camera and a microphone, buddy. You can do it from North Carolina, Maryland, Qatar, <laughs> wherever you are. So, you know, there's your first job offer. It pays nothing, but it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty solid. <laughs> Can I get health insurance or some of these kids are crazy over here? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. No, uh, I wanted to get to uh, Jonathan in our chat room said, uh, thanks for everything, AJ. So he was there. Let's see if I had some any, any questions. Um, no, there's some of these questions I'm absolutely not going to ask because there's there's some. I, I thought it was funny. You tweeted out something that I think is not known by a lot of fans, but you tweeted out, hey, now that I'm retired, I can tell you that I'm so hungover today. Um, yes, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so Friday, I, you, you had a lot of shots on Friday night. I saw it. I saw it coming. I think before you even talked yeah. to us, you had some, you, you went through a tasting menu of, of, of different tequilas and stuff, didn't you? Yeah. And it was like 99 proof. So, uh, <laughs> for someone who doesn't drink very much, that was a, a rough night and rough morning. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But that is something that, that footballers have to go through. The soccer players have to go to, um, is that, is that one is you really if you're if you're serious about your fitness, you probably don't drink that much. Two, if you do drink, you're certainly not going to put it out on social media that you went drinking because if you play the next day and you don't have a have a good game, then everybody blames it on the one glass of wine you had with your Italian dinner the night before, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> does does, but, uh, does that does it feel like you're free now a little bit? Uh no. To be fair, <laughs> no, to be fair, it just doesn't it doesn't feel like I'm actually retired because uh right now is obviously the off season and this is my downtime like the, the holiday season is my downtime the christmas and all that is usually when i'm not playing so uh, maybe when preseason starts up in january and uh first of all i'll be thankful that i'm not there running the beep test and all <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I don't think it'll really set in until you know those games start next season so uh right now it just feels like i'm kind of in my off season when was the last time you didn't have a soccer team that you were going to be playing on whenever soccer season started? Oh, man. <laughs> like yeah. like four? Yeah, well, I was going to say when I started playing soccer. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so like, you know, like four, five, whenever that yeah. was probably it. I started at, yeah, I started at four. That, yep. So, so that's it. So, I mean, yeah, this is, this is totally foreign to you. You have no idea what, what's coming up. Are, are you thinking about getting into coaching? Is there, is there any thoughts on that? Are you going to be an agent? You going to be a movie star or, or does Brian Jordan have that locked down already? Yeah. BJ can have that one. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not sure yet. Uh, obviously, I have a couple things lined up, like I said, but I don't know if I can talk about those yet. Okay. Um, I'm not trying to jinx them. <laughs> okay, that's well, good. One of them, one of them was a, a coaching uh, job, and um, again, but that comes with some instability. Honestly, like you, you lose games, you're out. Right. Um, you're moving team to team. You, I'm 35 years old. I'm not trying to do my time, you know, as a as a coach and go through the ranks. Like I, I just don't have that kind of time to go through all that. So um, I, I want something more stable and. Uh, I want this next move for my family's sake to be kind, almost like the last move. So uh, I want my daughters to be in a, the same house for years and years now and uh, be able to, to keep their friends. And, and look, my oldest is seven and she's been in four different states. So uh, it's, it's tough. So I'm all about my family and uh, wanting what's best for them. And, and I think if I can have a normal job and be home a little bit more and be able to go camping with them mm-hmm. uh, in the summer times, RVing and all that, you know, that, that is exactly uh, what I want to do. And I just don't think coaching uh, can provide that. I, I was going to say there's in the chat room there, there's a question. Would you consider coming back and working for the LA Galaxy's front office? Maybe not in the coaching manner. Uh, and then have you also considered maybe moving back to Redondo Beach? Everybody's trying to get you to stay on this side of the country. I have a feeling. Yeah, man, we are. We've been here now for almost a week and we absolutely miss it. And, love it but we have three kids we're like how would we even make this work like <laughs> this is a, a a very expensive place to live and i've just been looking up houses where i'm staying right now and it's like i don't under, even understand this man so and obviously i had a house when i think we bought in 2015 and when we left we sold it but i kept getting zillow reports like every six months and it made me so mad that I just, I finally, I finally had to un- unsubscribe from it because uh, it was crazy. I was like, this house is just not worth what people are trying to sell this for. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It, but, it, it is yeah. crazy. It, I, I go through the same stuff. So it's, it's not, uh, it, it's not just you. I, I've, I had to turn yes. off some Zillow reports too. Uh, and I still live <laughs> here. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. All right. Well, well hey, we're going to let you go. Um, you know, as as I think I sort of alluded to before, uh, we really appreciate it. You, you really did. You were I think you were the second ever L.A. Galaxy player we ever had on because uh, Brian Jordan was first. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I know. Second fiddle to Brian. And then I think we ran through the whole crew, which was, you know, Sean Franklin after that and Hector Jimenez. Um, so we so I think Todd Donovan. So we sort of, you know, branched out once we got uh, got past you. Uh, there a little bit too, but I, I always want to say thank you so much for for giving us the time of day, for for coming on the podcast, for always having time for us, always being honest, um, you know all those things, and uh, you know for always being available and in reach whenever we were we were looking to get it. It was never hard to get a hold of you, and and you always came on. So uh, congratulations on the retirement from everybody here at COG, and, and I hope you hope you Megan and and the girls uh, really enjoy it a little bit. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. All right. We'll have you on again once you figure out what you're going to do. And then you can come on and, <laughs> and you can roast the Galaxy for losing a game or, you know, jump up and down when they beat LAFC at the Rose Bowl. Sound good? Yeah, I hope to be there. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. AJ, thanks so All much, right, buddy. Guys. We'll talk to you soon. Of course. Yes, sir. All right. There goes AJ De La Garza, uh, LA Galaxy defender and LA Galaxy legend there. Um, I, I, let me, while, while AJ is, you know, and I said this would be a short show, it's not going to be long. I'm just going to talk a little bit. Um, let me talk a little bit about Friday night um, and just what a special person he is. I, ca- I could go on for hours about AJ De La Garza and the time that he provides to 
uh, people like me who podcasted. And, and I'm not kidding. In 2009, when we started, um, you know, we were nothing. Jared Dubois and I started this podcast and it was kind of the only one. There was a Galaxy podcast that had started before us. It ended. Um, Dave Denholm, who now does play by play by LAFC, started the first ever LA Galaxy podcast because he was with ESPN at the time. Um, and so they were sort of doing podcasts before podcasts were a thing. Um, so in 2009, we got asked to do a podcast. We started it. You know, you go through all the stuff that you normally do. So we ended up having some guests on and that gave us a little bit of credibility, but we hadn't had any Galaxy players. We got a hold of Brian Jordan. Brian came on the show and then we got a hold of AJ. Um, and AJ was like the starter who you could always call and talk to and who would always come on the show. And so he was such a staple of those early shows from 2009 all the way through, you know, 2016, 2017. When he got traded, Literally, I DM'd him minutes after he got traded and was like, hey, we'd love to have you on and didn't expect a response. But I think we got one fairly quickly and we had AJ De La Garza on almost immediately after he got traded. One of the hardest shows um, that I think we've ever done just because you had a guy who just got you know kicked in the balls um, about this whole thing. It's hard for people who weren't a part of it. And you certainly saw some of that on Twitter. Um, on Friday and Thursday, um, you know, it, it, you saw some of that, that like they didn't get it right. There are people who weren't here whenever AJ was here and you can tell because if you were here when AJ was here, you're a fan of his and you're a fan of his forever. It wouldn't matter if the LA galaxy signed him for one day or if they signed him for the entire year, this next year would not matter. Wouldn't matter how much they paid him either. Um, and so it's he's such an integral part to the LA Galaxy. It's hard to imagine a world in which he wouldn't be an LA Galaxy player. And so in 2017, when he left, I mean, you can say what you want to say. And, and you know, I'm sure in private he can tell you maybe the real answers about all this stuff. But he was told he wasn't getting traded and then he got traded. That's not, you know, that's not the way things had been run under Bruce Arena. And that was a real sign that Bruce Arena was no longer there with the LA Galaxy. So... Um, you know, that was one of those podcasts is like, geez, you know, that's everything can change. And if you have if you if you aren't personally attached to somebody like AJ, um, then I, I think sometimes you miss the player experience. You miss what he's going through right now. Huge lesson. Dude's retiring at 35. Right now, he was a very good player for very long and he made some money. Right. But do you think that AJ is, you know, he told you he's going to go to work. He's going to do something. Um, you know, he's not, he's not retiring and never, and putting his feet up and, and kicking back. He wasn't a designated player, you know? Um, he played, I think he got two starts for the U S men's national team and some games with Guam. Um, so, you know, but there was that elevation of, of how good he was and an understanding of how good he was, but it was his connection with the LA galaxy and the community that really made it different and made it, uh, you know, special for everybody. So it was a joy covering him. And what an amazingly smart and talented uh, soccer player AJ De La Garza is. If you want to go back and listen to Thursday, I'm sure Christian and I wax poetically about AJ and everything that he did for the LA Galaxy. <coughs> Excuse me, LA Galaxy over all these years. So uh, we're thrilled to have him on. But Friday night absolutely was the real. By the way, thanks to the LA Galaxy uh, for inviting me out to go and, and hang out there. I think the Galaxy paid for everybody's drinks, by the way. I didn't pay for a drink, and I know everybody around me didn't pay for drinks. Um, so I ended up having, I think, two beers. Um, so uh, AJ, on the other hand, was being passed shot after shot um, and going through all that. But uh, he came up, gave a speech that was obviously interrupted several times uh, by chance and and shows the support. Uh, he The dude steps down off the stage and then literally goes person by person and gives them hugs. 
um, and, and thanks him. It was funny whenever he walked in, he came up and he saw some fans and some fans came up and, and I could tell he'd already <laughs> probably had a couple, uh, whenever he came up. And so I was standing there just waiting for him sort of, and he saw me and he gave me a big hug as soon as he recognized me. That's sort of the guy he is. Um, you know, he remembers the people he knows, he knows you, he remembers fans, um, and just his connection with everything is, is pretty special, but he did. He thanked every single person there. He took pictures with every single person. Um, you know, he stopped and talked to every single person. If you wanted to have a conversation with AJ, he was there for you. And he's never out of reach or out of touch with anything. Right. I mean, he's just, again, <laughs> I think I said it. He walks into his own retirement party. He's a professional soccer player. You'd expect that he gets mobbed, but he doesn't get mobbed because everybody knows they're going to get their chance with AJ. Right. It was never a thing. Um, Yeah. You you want to go back and watch a season that was elevated because of the emotion of players. Uh, look at that 2014 season. Look at what happens in you know the Luka knows heart game, uh, which I think is the four one game. And look at what happens in the game after that, the six nothing game over over Colorado. As AJ said, that 2014 MLS Cup win in which he stuffed absolutely stuffed Charlie Davies. Um, on one of the longest runs, it was a breakaway and AJ just would not give up, just stayed with Davies all the way. They ran through that right center of the field from basically midfield all the way into the penalty box and AJ's sliding tackle just absolutely stuffed. It's probably one of the, it should be one of the most embarrassing moments of Charlie Davies career. Uh, and it's one of the highlights of AJ De La Garza, um, because Charlie Davies should have had the breakaway speed. Charlie Davies should have been faster than AJ De La Garza. And none of those things happened because AJ wanted it more tenacious. Um, tenacious player, Larry Morgan says, Greg Burhalter, who was a, a, a teammate of AJ De La Garza's in those first couple of years, right? Greg Burhalter said, AJ keeps getting knocked down and he keeps getting back up. Uh, that's Larry Morgan's favorite, favorite, uh, sort of, uh, quote about AJ De La Garza. So, so interesting, so amazing. Um, such a great guy. His family is great too. Megan is great. Um, the Luca Knows Heart Foundation is amazing. If you haven't and you don't know anything about it, go type in Luca Knows Heart, L-U-C-A, Luca Knows Heart. Uh, Luca, uh, in his very short time on this planet, uh, inspired and continues to inspire so many people. Uh, it's, it's kind of crazy and it's, it's in this amazing way again, that sort of elevates sports to something that's actually relevant, that actually matters. Cause most of the time sports doesn't matter, right? We're in the world cup right now where you would think sports. Yeah, sure. They're games. It's important. It's fun to watch, but does it really matter in the grand scheme of things? No, but somehow, um, with AJ, um, and with him sharing, obviously a, a very, personal and, and tragic moment for his family with everybody. It did. It elevated sports to mean something. It was a community. It was a family. Um, and that emotion carried the LA Galaxy through that 2014 season. So just amazing. Fun guy. Uh, really appreciate him coming on. All right. I think that's about it. I don't want to go too long here. It's Thanksgiving weekend. We want everybody to enjoy their weekend. Uh, we will be back on Monday. <coughs> Still no Kevin Baxter. He's in Qatar. Um, he hasn't been arrested yet, which is a good good thing, but uh, we'll check back in on Monday and sort of see where we're at. But Monday, there will be a podcast, and we'll, uh, we'll go from there, all right? I know, short show, um, but I'm glad everybody could join us for, <laughs> for a little bit of AJ there as I, I slowly die. Uh, having caught another cold for my son now, I think this is the fourth or fifth one this year, or, or this winter, this, this fall. So that's where we go. All right, um, I think that about does it. Uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at jgesmanjg. U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com where you can find our podcast and anything else you need. All right, big shout out to AJ Del Garza for coming at, coming on the show. Uh, thanks to LA Galaxy for throwing that little party on Friday night. Well received, well done. 
Good job, AJ Delagarza. All right. For myself, Josh Kessman, for the man himself, AJ Delagarza, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to Corner of the Galaxy. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.